Hey there, and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzie Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I am to be your boss's worst nightmare. You know, I was thinking the other day about ambition and that particular word. It seems to have fallen out of use, doesn't it? And I can tell you, I had a pretty strange, I don't know whether it's typical or atypical relationship with that word ambition, because I always gave it negative connotations. I always viewed it in a negative way. And perhaps I can explain that a a little more. It always seemed to me that ambitious people were just not people you wanted to be around. That they were somehow different from people in the main. And in that, I was absolutely correct. They were different from people in the main because they were the ones that got a plan and they got on. I can tell you, the the very first truly ambitious person I ever met was when I was living in London. I was house sharing with a, a group of others. That I think there were any one time. They're up to about 12 us in this large Victorian house. And one time we were visited, one of the guys who lived there, his sister came to visit and she was young. I think she was only about 17 or 18 at the time. Extraordinarily beautiful, but wholly, wholly focused on what she was going to do with her life. She'd got it all mapped out at that young age. As I say, she was only 17 or 18. She had the whole thing mapped out. She, she knew which college she was going to, which university she was going to. She knew which degree she was going to take. She knew what, what path her career was going to take after that. And I have absolutely no doubt whatsoever that everybody else around her just accepted it because she was so focused, so determined. Not in a a brash way, not in um, any way that you'd find offensive, would that be the word? But uh, but you get the drift. She, she was totally focused, but totally charming, and it was all going to happen. Until sadly, one day when she was travelling on the, on the tube, the, the London Underground, she had an asthma attack, and I believe it was only the second asthma attack she'd ever ever had in her life. And there was absolutely no one around who knew what to do, and she died. She died at that incredibly young age, before she ever got to go off and um, and go to university and to achieve all those goals, which no doubt she would. I mean, if she'd have lived, I'm confident she would have been a household name throughout the world. And I mean that. But uh, it wasn't to be. And she was the, the very first person of ambition that I ever met. Another instance of ambition, and I, I don't come out well at all in this, uh, in this entire podcast, I'm going to tell you. Another instance of ambition was my wife, Carol. She, when she left college, she worked for a guy who was pretty near the start of his career then. Uh, he now is a worldwide name, known, known throughout, the, throughout the world as uh, an, a serial entrepreneur and a very successful serial entrepreneur. It'd be difficult to think of any more, uh, anyone more successful than him. But he was a young chap at the time and he was... Uh, I, I've got to be careful what I say because, <laughs> because uh, he... Um, he um, he clearly uh, it would be easily recognised if I say too much, and he um, can clearly afford much better lawyers than I can. But he wasn't too pleasant a person <laughs> in his younger days. 
He's idolised virtually around the globe now. But he he wasn't such a nice guy in those early days, shall we say. He did some things that um, maybe you'd, you'd, you'd expect from rock stars. <laughs> Behaviour in hotels, that sort of thing, but, uh, but not from him. Here's the thing, though. What I learned while, uh, while Carol was working for him was that this chap who is seriously successful. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't stress how successful uh, this chap, overly stress how successful this chap is. His talent, his one talent, was for surrounding himself with supremely talented people. That was it. He didn't have any innate talents himself. And his success was all born on the fact that he surrounded himself with supremely talented people. And that that was it. That was it. And for years, and I mean years, for decades, when I was being the party bore, I would tell people this. And I would laugh and sneer at the fact that this guy's only talent was for surrounding himself with talented people. And then I heard him interviewed one day. And he said, you know, my only talent is for surrounding myself with supremely talented people. And that's helped me achieve everything that I, I want to achieve. And it's helped them achieve as well. And I thought, hang on a minute. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. What I saw as his weakness was his strength, his towering strength. Because I got this innate distrust of anyone ambitious and because, as I say, there were things that he did in his younger life that I didn't necessarily approve of. And there were things that I did in my younger life that I don't approve of. Never mind anybody else. It's, it's the thing, isn't it? When we look back at our youth, there are things that we think, oh, gosh, did I really do that? So I allowed essentially my prejudice against him to twist my view of him, to twist that view of his incredible ability, I will now say, I now recognise it as an incredible ability, not a lack of ability, an incredible ability to recognise in others talents that he didn't possess and encourage them to come and work for him. And um, boy, did he ever get that right. So this, this has taken a, a bit of a, a, a turn. Again, I, I, I seem to do this a lot. Taking a turn that I wasn't expecting, but essentially it started off by talking about ambition and my relationship with ambition. And the fact that for many, many years, I saw that as a dirty word. And perhaps, just perhaps, other people do as well. Because, I don't know if you noticed, it's not a word that gets banded about much now. Certainly nowhere near as much as it used to when I was a youngster. And so people talk about achieving goals, achieving dreams, living life on purpose. And that, I don't think, is by accident. I think it is because there are an awful lot of people who see that word ambition as, I don't know, synonymous as elbowing your way to the front and, and don't, not minding who you, you stand on to, to get to where you want to go. Whereas achieving your goals, uh, living your life on purpose, that, that has a far more positive ring to it. And really, it helps me and has helped me view things totally differently. I now do not feel ashamed to say that I want to do X, or my goal is to do Y. 
Whereas before, to express it in different ways, to say, I'm ambitious and I want to achieve this, that, to me, would have been anathema. I touched the other day, didn't I, on language being very strong and powerful. And I think it is. I I think that shift in the words we use to express what, after all, is a, a similar thing has an enormous effect. And I feel a lot more comfortable saying that I now recognise my purpose and that I have goals I want to achieve and I want to be of service than simply saying I'm ambitious. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm not ambitious. (laughs) I'm still not ambitious. Isn't that crazy? But there we are. So I'd love to hear what you think of this. Um, hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air and uh, and tell me what you think and leave me a, a review on iTunes uh, and if you want to allocate some stars five are always welcome because that helps other people find this podcast so if it's been of help to you of course you want other people to find it so do I so leave me a review and guess what if you leave me that review I'll read it out on some future podcast. So leave me a review and give me some of those stars. That'd be lovely. Okay, you've been listening to Aussie Air, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.